it is projected that the GDP dedicated to health care in the United States will reach approximately 19% by the year 2025. That is 19 out of every $100 is going to health care. Despite this, the U.S. suffers the highest burden of chronic diseases and two times higher obesity rates than the OECD average. America also showcases hospitalizes at the highest number from preventable diseases and the highest rate of avoidable deaths. The life expectancy in the U.S., despite spending exponentially more money on health care than any other high-income country globally, the United States features one of the lowest life expectancy of approximately 79 years, which is actually down since the thing a couple years ago to 77 The United States suffers from the highest burden of chronic diseases and obesity, which are two times higher than the average of other countries. Sixty percent of Americans live with at least one chronic health condition, while more than 25 percent of adults in America have been diagnosed with two or more chronic conditions, comorbidities like cancer diabetes, heart disease, asthma, or hypertension during their lifetime, this rate is nearly two times as high as those reported in the Netherlands and the United Kingdom. Which country is the least healthy? The United States is the unhealthiest country globally because of its high obesity rate in the heart disease, diabetes, and other illnesses that go along with it. America has one of the highest rates of obesity in the world, and it's not just adults who are getting heavier and heavier. Childhood obesity is also a problem. The unhealthy country, unhealthiest country in the world is the United States. The United States is the unhealthiest country globally because of the high obesity rate. Oh, I think I didn't read that. Yeah, most people overeat. Why are we unhealthy? We overeat. The United States' obesity rate is higher than that of other developed countries, even those with large populations of low-income people who are often assumed to have diets heavy on processed foods and fatty meats like Mexico. The obesity rate in America is often estimated to be 15%. In some areas like Alabama, Mississippi, and West Virginia, the obesity rate may be even higher. This is because these states are relatively poor. Americans in poverty tend to eat diets with higher salt and sugar content. 
the United States also has a diabetes epidemic. More than 30 million adults have been diagnosed, as well as more than 9 million children. The USA is among a handful of countries that spend at least 10% of their total health budget on diabetes treatment each year, along Saudi Arabia and Mexico. Preventable conditions kill many people in the United States. You may be surprised to learn that the United States is considered to be, by many, to be one of the unhealthiest countries in the world. The U.S. has a very high rate of death from heart disease and cancer. It is also one of the highest rates of stroke deaths. Now listen, this is under preventable diseases. These are diseases that you can prevent. You know, it's not hereditary. Just because your mama had cancer, just because your mama had diabetes, don't you or other a lot of other ailments doesn't mean that you have it. It's hereditary. It doesn't mean it's hereditary. It's listed under preventable conditions. Preventable conditions kill many people in the United States. The U.S. has a very high rates of death from heart diseases and cancer. It also has one of the highest rates of stroke deaths. Other preventable diseases like diabetes, respiratory disease, including emphysema, cirrhosis, liver damage caused by alcohol abuse, and kidney failure kill millions of America every year. It's your diet. And it's your genetically modified sugar, your salt that comes from petroleum products, your preservatives that they put in your food. They put food, preservatives in your food, and those preservatives get passed along to you. It's your diet. It's a sad diet. And the reason I'm harping on this diet, man, because I found out this a long, you know, it's a little, I found out a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit here. It all started when I was poor and I had to go get blood transfusion. They put me on the wrong side. I seen some white stuff floating in the filter. I asked that lady what it was. She said it was fat. Well, I thought it was because I ate a half-fat diet, which I probably did. It was a high sodium, high sugar, high the wrong kind of fat diet. But my body wasn't burning fat, so it was just getting in my blood. But I didn't know this at the time. You know, I went to the gym, started eating healthy, started eating carbs, healthy carbs, you know. Or I thought I was. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you have to learn... You know, you can't eat pasta, you can't eat cereal, you can't eat oatmeal, you can't eat a lot of vegetables, you can't eat a lot of fruit, you can't eat nothing processed. So that leaves out restaurants and fast food and almost everything in the middle of the grocery store. And then I went to like a keto diet, which I like keto 
I'm on a carnivore now, but I do miss vegetables every now and then because I like uh, to grow vegetables and I like to eat vegetables. Some vegetables I like to eat. And some, some of my favorite, I had to give up my favorite vegetables and my favorite fruit. I had to give up my favorite vegetables and my favorite fruit because they weren't good for me. The vegetables that I ate all the time that I could eat all day long, I had to give up. I love lima beans. I eat lima beans and just salt. It doesn't matter. I love lima beans. They are my favorite. Lima beans and sweet potatoes are my favorite. Favorite, perhaps you throw me some greens or something on there, man, or sweet peas. You know, I, I can't eat them. Bananas, although I love bananas, I haven't had a banana in I don't know how long. I love bananas. I can eat bananas raw on sandwiches and a pudding, and I, I like bananas. Bananas are my favorite fruit, probably, uh, outside of tangerines, and I had to get rid of those. I uh, had to get rid of my lima beans, which I'm still upset about. But, you know, it's been months and months and months ago. You know, my sweet potatoes, they still months and months and months ago. Oh, I have backup. I know I haven't ate that stuff in months, but I do have a can of sweet potatoes, and I do have me a can of uh, lima beans because, you know, where I live, I can't cook my lima beans fresh if I want to or my sweet potatoes. I don't have that kind of energy and if you think it takes don't take energy to cook them things from scratch, you just try to cook something like that. When you ain't got enough energy, you'll never get it cooked. It'll go rotten before it cooks. It'll sour before you cook it. You don't have the right energy. It's just about sacrifices. Preventable diseases like Diabetes and cancer and dementia. You know, I'm already a Looney Tunes compared Looney Tunes compared to the mainstream narrative. You know, I'm already off on a right wing or left wing or my own wing. You know, whatever you want to call it. You know, I'm just talking about as far as the mainstream narrative. Look, if you're if you're young and you've got diabetes, you know, it's from your diet. I mean, some people have problems like physical problems that give them real problems that is not caused from diet. But that's rare. I mean, most people are born with, some people are born with defects, but most people are born healthy and everything works fine, but we just never get the proper, some of y'all have probably never ran your body off a fat period, ever. You get hungry every four hours or two hours. You eat six to eight times a day. You eat and nibble and you're always hungry. It's your diet. That ain't how you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to go around, and now look, guess what? They got you. They got you on such low nutrient food that your body's actually breaking down. You know, and your your mind ain't thinking right. You know, they they look. They do it to everybody. 
and I'm just happy to realize it. And look, I'm in my fifties before I realized it. Some of you people listen to me are younger. Some people you listen to you're older. And the people who are my age and older, they know we've been lied to and fucked with for so long because they remember the days when we were free. Er, we were never was totally free, but we were definitely freer. And my grand and my daddy remembers days when he was even freest, freer than I ever thought I was being. And when I grow up. Just change your diet. Work on the sugar. Get off the sugar. Get off the processed grains. I know. You know, I'm not a doctor. So I can't tell you this and this and this. I have doctors that I listen to. And they explain it very easily and simple that even I can understand what they're talking about. And they explain why I shouldn't eat this and, and why you shouldn't eat that and the effect that it causes. You know, I, I can't go into all that. I mean, I know what it does to me. I can tell you the effect that it had on me. I stopped drinking soda almost a year ago and sugar uh, at least a couple months ago. I've been in ketosis for months. I'll probably never stop this way of eating uh, unless I absolutely for some reason have to I mean I'm going to go on to like I'm not talking about this way of eating I'm talking about staying away from the overly processed grains and the sugars you know you have to get off of this stuff so you can actually start tasting your food and start actually wanting to eat things that are healthy for you because they have a different palate like if I Eat processed sugar, you know, highly refined in grains and, and this bioengineered sugar. I'm not going to want to eat things that are actually healthy for me because my palate won't like it. So you have to stop eating the sugar and the starches. You know, you got to stay away from the potatoes and the tubers and stuff. I do eat a, a small amount of carrots because I grow in my own carrots. I stopped eating carrots at a grocery store years ago. Well, months ago. Months ago, about six, eight months ago, I stopped eating carrots out of store and decided to grow my own if I was wanting a carrot. They bring up a lot of heavy metals out of the soil. I don't know, people. Learn how to grow your own food. Make sure you're drinking clean water. Uh, try to stay away from the programming on the TV and your, you know, I got rid of Facebook a long time ago. A couple of years ago, I got rid of a bunch of things. Uh, I don't. I'm not even on YouTube like I used to be. Uh, I'm on this podcast a lot. That's usually just me talking to myself. So I mean, what the hell? So you know, my way of life ain't perfect by no means, but. I know for a fact if we can get off this highly processed sugar and the grains and the diet that they tell you that you're on, that your life will be better. You'll start sleeping better. And you'll start feeling better. And you won't be locked into the control. You'll get out of the cycle of fear. You know, fear. You know, they, they keep you going. They scare you with the TV and the radio and blah, 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 and then, then you eat. And once you, look at, 
What's it? Say you got all this out of your system. Say you got the sugar in the processed grains out of your system. Then you got to do with the uh, emotional aspect of it, of wanting to eat, of liking to eat. I mean, you do have hormone imbalances, like 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning, your hormone shifts over, getting ready for the day, you feel a little hungry, you just got to push on through it. Toward the afternoon, hormone bounces skin. You finna lay down, you know, it's getting nighttime, eight, nine o'clock. Uh, you get hungry again. And of course, you know, you train yourself to eat, though. I mean, you train yourself to eat in the morning, you train yourself to eat at lunch, and you train yourself to eat in the afternoon, and then you train yourself to snack. And then you try to change. Now, and this is how bad it's gotten. You know, we got snacks every now and then. You know, in the summer or something, maybe. You know, sometimes our snacks was riding in the back of the pickup truck and going underneath the scupping on grapevine and picking our grapes out of the back of the pickup trucks, you know, or something like that. Or going to get some sugar cane might be our snack. But no, we have snacks in between snacks. So we wake up, easily snack, uh, eat breakfast. Snack, eat lunch, snack before another snack, before we go home to snack, eat supper, the snack before we go to bed. Uh, I did a three day fast and it was basically an accident because you're only supposed to eat when you're hungry. And I've been doing this carnivore diet about three weeks. And, you know, when you're hungry on a carnivore diet, you know, you're not hungry like when you're on a carbohydrate diet, carbon, a carbohydrate sugar diet, a carbohydrate diet. You're, you're always hungry and your stomach hurts and stuff. It's not usually like this with uh, the carnivore diet or the keto diet because, you know, you would already done trained yourself to eat omega. Oh, Oh, mad one meal a day. So I've been on one meal a day forever, and and you and then when you on like something like the carnivore diet or the keto diet, uh, you usually know when you're hungry is when you get weak or dizzy or something like that. Because you won't feel no hunger pains. There won't be no hunger pains. You'd be like, oh shit, I better go eat. I ain't feeling good. As, you know, you get dizzy, uh, you get tired, uh, and you're still not hungry. I mean, your stomach don't tell you that it's hungry. So, you know, going two or three days and not being hungry is a good thing. But you got to occupy your time because if you sit there and watch TV at 8 o'clock, you're going to want to reach some grass and potato chips and some cheese puffs, which is a no-no. So you got to change your life, you know. Find something to do. I mean, because you have emotional eating, dude. You'll find out that if you can do all this, that you that you like to eat. Most people like to eat, dude. I love potato chips and mayonnaise sausage, man. I haven't had them in years. Oh, I love uh, to sit down and grab me some uh, whatever kind of cereal and just eat out of the box. Like, you know, fruity pebbles and stuff like that, man. But I don't, can't, don't, won't. Like, my meal for the day is basically the same meal I had yesterday and the same meal I had the day before, the same meal I had the day before. I eat hamburger and liver and a 
bunch of salt. Sometimes I add chicken. Then I go out in my garden sometimes and I pick a green bean or a sweet pea or pull up a carrot. We're talking like handful, like we're talking like one or two, three, four, maybe pick some lettuce if I have it. All right now I'm waiting on some Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. I know they're good for me and I know they're bad for me and I will eat some when I get them grown up. I got some potatoes I don't know what to do with. I ain't supposed to eat potatoes. Maybe I can trade them for duck eggs or something. Anyway, I just thought I would share that little bit of information with you. I just happened to see something on the internet talking about we're the unhealthiest country and I'm always complaining about the food system. I'm telling you, the government weaponize our food against us and nobody believes me I mean some people do I mean I'm not the only one that's what I was talking about on yesterday's show we're in the apocalypse 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 means you know an awakening an uncovering you know people are learning the truth and I'm not the only one talking about diet even people who you wouldn't normally think about talking about diets talking about diet you know we have to keep our pineal gland clean and ready to receive the signal we uh, we're electrical beings uh we are more than just physical beings we're spiritual beings and our pineal gland connects us with the creator so we have to make sure we have that working properly you know the fluorine the fluoride in the water hardens it you know our low nutrient food look all the information I find is, is, is uh, searchable and researchable. Everything I just told you, I just read off of Google. And I don't even like Google. But, you know, different things on Google tells you that. I wasn't even trying to hide it. I mean, I'm surprised they ain't trying to hide it like everything else. You know, when I try to hide, when I try to Google something and then I can't find the answer when I know that I already know the answer. Because sometimes I Google the stuff I already know. It's just if they hide it. Like, I know for a fact something happened when I was younger and I can Google it. And if it don't show up or it's hard to find or buried, you know, where they gaslight you in the headlines and then tell you the truth in the article at the very bottom somewhere. You know, so that's suspect. But they're not even hiding it. I mean, I like to tell them, I like, you know, they're going to tell you that you're healthy. And it's all fine and dandy as you look around and everybody you're around look like damn fucking Michelin men. Everybody around here would be all swelled up and heavy set and they gonna tell you that that's normal and don't worry about it. Because just thank the money. Just follow the money. Just follow the money. I mean, they got this new medicine out now that they trying to give to all the poor people go stay overweight because, and they're diabetic and all this because, you know, their diet is so horrible, dude. Look, if you're living in the projects, you're probably drinking soda pop and eating cereal. And then you get to be a diabetic 
as a young person, they put you on this medicine that you can't not get off of once they put you on it. You'll take it for the rest of your life instead of putting real food there. And But they probably wouldn't even re- eat real food. They wouldn't even know what a whole food was. I mean, you would sit there and give them real food. They wouldn't want to eat it. They'd cry for some overly processed bullshit. And they would take their medicine and never think about, oh, I might have to make a hard decision. I might have to be uncomfortable for three days. Because that's what it takes for your body to switch from sugar to keto to ketones. Three days for you to switch your body from running from ethanol gas, which is made with water, to real fuel that's made from oil in the ground that makes your car grow. I'm just saying. It's just an analogy. You know, ethanol is made from water and corn. A real gas is made from petroleum, and everybody knows you get more bang from your buck from petroleum. So you get your more bang from your buck from fat. Your body was made to run off of fat. It wasn't made to eat every day. It wasn't made to eat every day at all. It wasn't. It was made to eat when it could eat, and it made to run when it couldn't eat. It was made to work when it couldn't eat. Because it starts doing things. When you stop eating, your body starts eating itself. And we're not just talking the excess fat that you have on your body. It'll run through that, of course. But, you know, it starts got to get money from somewhere else. Uh, You know, it's money, energy. It's got to get all that from somewhere else if you're not bringing it into your system. If you're not feeding it full of sugars, it's got to make that sugar. Uh, if you ain't feeding it full of whatever, it's got to make that. And it can't make it. So it starts using it. Then you, you know, So it goes through fat. It goes through all these like broken proteins, uh, broken cells, and damaged cells. and bad. It just burns everything it can to keep from burning muscle. And brain power. And brain, do you know what I mean? It, it goes through everything. And then, like if you keep going long enough, I don't know, it's just very a healing process. You'll be able to get in there and burn old brain cells. You know, that's what I need. I've been hitting the head a bunch of times. I want to get to the point. You know, I might even have some little, man. I don't have to fast for very much. I mean, I might only have to do it twice a year. Maybe for four or five days. Who knows? I know people who fasted for 20 days. Uh, I don't know if I can do that long. I don't know if I can even do seven. I've done three. I'm going to try to do as many as I can here in the next uh, few weeks. I try to go right back into it because I, I took a three-day fast and went to the store and bought my groceries and intended to do another, like, uh, eat, uh, eat a day and go back into a fast. We don't work like that. My body's, even though it's fast metabolism, it's just, it takes time to switch over. So I couldn't go right back into the fast because my body was already into making stem cells and all that. So I give it a week or so. 
get my nutrients and everything built up, and then my body should naturally want to go to a fast anyway. You know, once I get my nutrients built back up, everything, whatever I lost or depleted, if I lost or depleted anything, I don't know. I just know that if I could eat another week or so, and then I could be able to fast a lot easier and just switch my body over, and I won't, I won't be so hard. And, you know, there's a lot of things to learn when you come back off a of fast and you start up eating slowly. I don't know. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope don't mean to be rambling about the same thing, but this is a very important message, man. This is the, and we're living in the last days and this message is very important. Clean up your food and clean up your mind and then we'll clean up our lives. You know, as I'm doing, I'm cleaning up my mind. I'm cleaning up my, my body with my food. I'm trying to clean up my life. You know, uh, I, I, I want to go to a better place. You know, if there's a better place, a different place, even if it's here, you know, you know, this world is corrupt, man. I mean, the people in this world do some horrible shit. I mean, are they our, are either if it's our government or somebody else's government? The people who rule control, the guy down the road who puts his boot on your neck because they gave him a star. I mean, there's good and people and bad people everywhere, man. But you know, it's up to us. We have to tell the government that we don't want them in our cars. We have to stand up or we won't have rights. It's up to us. Nobody's coming to save you from the government or from whoever's gonna put you in that gas chamber but yourself. Right? You have to stand for Jesus or Jesus ain't going to stand for you. He's already, Jesus already stood for you already once. He already stood up and bit the bullet and they fucking crucified his ass for it. Now, you know, are you going to stand up for Jesus? Jesus already stood up for you. But if you don't stand up for Jesus, he ain't going to know you when you get to that point. When you get to heaven and Jesus ain't going to know who you are. It doesn't matter if you read the Bible every day. It doesn't matter if you cut your hair a certain way. It doesn't matter if you went to church every time the fucking doors was open. If you don't live to live and walk the walk, if you don't live the life and walk the walk, what you doing? I mean, you can't sit there your whole life watching TV, eating potato chips, and expect to ascend to a higher plane. You can't sit there and listen to all the government propaganda and actually believe all that stuff and expect to ascend to a higher plane. This is a big test. You, they want, they want you to forget that. This, this is a, this, look. This ram was made for us to enjoy, and they turned it into some big old weird ass crazy and look every day this world is getting so crazy that we can't even recognize it right it's hard to even recognize our own country our own world anymore people don't know who and what they are 